getting you on your way in style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92. I hope you're having a good day. And as I do every Friday, I want to remind you to give yourself a pocket of time to just exhale. Reflect on the week that you've had. If it was tough, you made it through. And if it was boring, the weekend is already upon us. Okay, we're going to lift your spirits together. I have one more dining voucher worth $100 to Veranda at Rael's. Uh, this is some incredible pranakan and Indonesian food for you, especially uh, if you've never had babi ponte or... Uh, what's that? Buah keluar. Right, there's the thing, there's the thing that the seed that's apparently like poisonous, but then like it takes like a whole intricate process to like clean it and everything, and then and then it's like super delicious and, and like a quiet taste at the same time. So it could be an education for some. If you've never tried Indonesian Peranakan food, this will be for you. I'll tell you how you can win in just a bit. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. And right now, this is our final $100 dining voucher from Veranda at Rael's. Okay, the perfect place to gather, enjoy some incredible Pranakan Indonesian cuisine with family and friends, whether it be for Valentine's Day or just a switch of what you're going to be eating over Chinese New Year. Enjoy some chicken buakalua, babi pongte, also tau yuba. I don't know what Taoyuba is, but y'all try first. Let me know how it is, okay? Uh, let's play our <laughs> currently still untitled music title game thingy. I mean, if you've been listening to the show, you'll know y'all love this game, right? So I ask you to think of a song title that has a particular word in it. For example, love or heart or I or yes or no. And right now, I want you to think of a song title that has the word what in it. W-H-A-T, what in it. So for example, this is my choice. Y'all cannot use this one. Classic Phone on Blondes, What's Up? Think of a song title that has the word what in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, today I have very high energy. I had three cups of coffee, y'all. Okay, think of a song title that has the word what in it and WhatsApp me your answer to 8855-0920. Your chance to win our final $100 dining voucher to Veranda at Rael's. Boy, every time we play this game, we will get like a hundred text messages coming through. You're all good with your music knowledge, okay? Each time, I'll ask you to go into your internal music library, your music knowledge, and tell me a song title with a particular word in it. Super simple game, right? We've covered heart. We've covered love. Today, I ask you to think of a song title with the word what in it. What are... Surprisingly, none of the Swifties came through with Look What You Made Me Do. However, shout out to Richard Haryano and Shireen Chang. Y'all got a soft spot for One Direction. What makes you beautiful? Pamela and Juan takes us back to the Purpose record by Justin Bieber. What do you mean? Hazeline was the only one that remembers Bruno Mars's That's What I Like. And I was very impressed with this next one. I want to show love to Irene, who brings us back to 2001, to the soundtrack of the Moulin Rouge. Come what may, Oscar winner Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor. We had a whole bunch of classics that came through as well. Shout out to Exxon, Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. Nicholas Matthias brings us to What's Love Got To Do? 
Some love for Tina Turner, of course. Sandra, Sandra, you gave me like the most obvious what song. Hathaway. And also Kate with Pink. What about us? A lot of great song choices over. And I'm still getting more texts. What's my name, Rihanna? Wannabe? What song did you? Wattabe? What? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna pick a random winner. Okay, one of you will win uh, this final dining voucher from Veranda at Rael. Enjoy some incredible pranakan Indonesian cuisine worth $100. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92. And a little surprise when I walked into the studio today. A familiar face. I've known her through the years. No one looks and sounds like Miss Lou. She's got a brand new Chinese New Year EP out that's unlike any other Chinese New Year songs that you may know of. Uh, worth checking out on Spotify, wherever you consume your music, Miss Lou, M-I-S-S-L-O-U. But for the fans of KISS92, you would have known her. She did a brief stint here on radio. Hey, what happened, huh? <laughs> I, got, I got busy with music. <laughs> it is true. You accidentally say bad word, is it? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's rewind. <laughs> no, no, no. But you, you sounded really good on air. And it was, Thank I think you. it was like your first time on radio. It was. I was so nervous. And everyone was so nice. And, and you cover with people when they were not here as yes, well. So you yes. like fit into the radio shoes so fast. Oh, thank you. Do you think it's also because like you've been interviewed so many times through the years? I think so. I mean, the one of my first few radio interviews was with, was with you, Josh. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, in this studio. So I'm like, wow, it almost feels like home. <laughs> it scared me, okay? Let me tell you, okay? Whenever I like, see Ben King come here, the first time I was on radio was on Ben King show. He was a radio... I know. The roles were reversed? Ben King was a radio DJ for a brief period of time when I was like... 21 years old, 22 years oh old. Oh my goodness. Yes. So almost everyone, Daphne Koo is now my colleague. Yes, Daphne. All of your singers. La. We also go way back. <laughs> Y'all can do radio one. Oh okay. my gosh. Okay, when I'm on leave, you take over, okay? Miss okay, I, I will go and apply for my pass again. Yes. <laughs> now, a familiar voice. I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm so scared. Singer-songwriter who sounds and looks like no other singer-songwriter from Southeast Asia, period. And she actually worked on on the show on Kiss 92 for a while. Give it up for Miss Lou. Hello, everyone. Hi, Josh. So you just so happen to be in the building because you've got a new Chinese single and you're promoting it as well uh, right. for Chinese New Year. And I heard it as well. It's got that old school Grace Chang. Takes me back to the 50s, the 60s. Why decide to do something so, I don't know, something so nostalgic that I know my parents, my grandparents' generation will immediately identify with? Thank you for saying Grace Chang, by the way. Yeah, I, I love, love her. Yes. yes, so good. And it's just one of those things, right? Like when you walk into an NTUC at the end of like post-Christmas and they start playing Chinese New Year music, sometimes you're like, I wish it would be a gentler transition from Christmas jazz yes. to, <laughs> to Chinese New Year. So that's the whole vibe. Like I wanted to bring, to extend that Christmas period into Chinese New Year, which is so, why I made Chinese New Year jazz. I love it because it's like a smooth, gradual transition. It's from, a crossfade. Because... You 
y'all know the feeling, okay? A day after Christmas, <laughs> you go to cold storage, suddenly, boom, the music is different. The Taishan Ye is there. It's so intense. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh my gosh, is there a more gentler? So I actually had a Christmas party at my house a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago and everyone was trying to put in their version of what Lion Dunn's music you want to play. Mm. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to play like old school... Like Chinese, almost like on the vinyl. Yeah, that, that kind of sound. Yes. You know, do do you feel like that? You have that fear or so that that genre is almost lost with the next generation. Yeah, but I'm also hopeful because there are more people who are requesting for vinyls from me. And mm. they're like, okay, skip the CDs. Let's just get the vinyl. So yes. I know more people have record players. I know we have a whole new generation that's um, interested in jazz thanks to Leve and thanks to um, I know Nora Jones also. Yes. And so I'm confident that the next generation knows how to appreciate jazz. You know, it's, it starts with uh, someone buying a Taylor Swift vinyl just for fun yes. and then they're like okay I want to see what else I can buy and then mm-hmm. they chance upon all these oldies so this, that was how it was for me my first record was a Janet Jackson record and then I ended up I have a Grace Chung record by the yes. way uh, original pressing it's rare I gotta see it yeah so so like Teresa Tang and all that so like I I'm like self inviting myself to your house <laughs> <laughs> I love these kind of like classic sound maybe you should do an album where you have the vinyl crackling sound oh over it oh my gosh yes. and then you treat it almost like master in a sound oh. that's nostalgic she's got a brand new single which comes out what March yes so my next English single is gonna be out in March oh. and that's gonna be set in like the 1920s 30s so even old Older than what you're hearing on my Chinese New Year Jazz EP. So to those who only want to listen exclusively to English <laughs> music, you can expect that in March. Here's a little clip of Right Next to You. And I mean it when I say there's no one here that looks or sounds like Miss Lu. And for anyone that thinks, why do jazz? Why not do like electro pop? Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't it be cool for you to look a certain way, but then you do like hot metal or something like that? Like, why do jazz? That would be very cool, number one, <laughs> if you were dressed like the way I am and you did like hot. You should just do like one collaboration with a DJ. It <laughs> would sing, be amazing. Right? I yeah. think that would be pretty sick. It would okay, be dope. But okay. why jazz? Hmm, I fell in love with it when I was in junior college and I just always loved how clear the lyrics were. And as a vocalist myself, I have so much love and respect for people like Ella Fitzgerald, Frank Sinatra, and even Amy Winehouse, who yes. brought it to the modern day. And so I just wanted to do. Yeah, that just captured my heart. So it's it's just a part of who I am. The thing about jazz for me as a genre, you know, I, I do music as well, but mm-hmm. I have such respect for jazz musicians because it's grounded so much on craft. Yes. Where each person in the band can riff and, and freestyle and do whatever they want. They, they, they're just so good with their skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and these days I feel with uh, musicians coming out, there's so many musicians, so much music every Friday mm-hmm. that there are a lot of shortcuts to releasing a song. Yeah. You know, whereas for jazz, you really have to go back to your craft. Was mm-hmm. it something that intimidated you? I think because I started when I was in my teens, it was a great foundation. So I view jazz as more like a different language, as mm. if uh, just like how electro pop has its own language, how mandolin pop has its own language. There is no one language that is above the other. I appreciate all of the different genres and there's beauty in all of them, but we always have a heart language, right? And yes. it just so happens that jazz is mine. 
And when it comes to the audience, because mm-hmm. I imagine with how you dress, mm-hmm. you know, the, the band, the locations that you're performing in as well, the audience will be a bit different from, I don't know, busking down the street. Yes. You know, so does that scare you sometimes? Because I've seen some of your performances and I'm like, I've not performed in this bar. They're not asking me <laughs> to perform there. <laughs> right? Everyone in there is like probably like a CEO. They're yeah. like rich, powerful people. That's right. I think we have this certain concept of jazz being like a high class thing. Yes. But actually, when you go back to the roots of jazz, jazz is a very down to earth. It's It came out of the struggles of the African-Americans mm. and it came out of that place of wanting to express themselves. So I know that jazz, there's something beautiful about jazz that is so authentic and if you are um, somebody who you know cares a lot about what other people think it actually will dampen your expression of jazz and of music through jazz Mm. so when I look into the crowd I just make sure I make eye contact with every person be it a CEO of a company or a little girl or an old person to me if I make that connection with them they smile at me that's all it takes in in any case Unless they're wearing like, uh, unless they're some, somebody famous or they're wearing something that says CEO on their forehead. To me, they're the same. They're one and the same. I respect that. Thank and you, you know that the truth is, even though jazz began with its roots, you know, in, in America, you go to Japan in the 70s. Yes. I've got this jazz record, uh, which is a compilation of just all traditional Japanese singers, but doing jazz as well. Yes. So jazz found its way in that period of time to exactly. Japan and then they're doing their version of it mm-hmm. and it's grown and morphed and you are truly Singaporean. Miss Lou is on her way. You're with Joshua Simon on KISS92. What's your tag so we can just keep up to date with all the releases? And, right. It's yeah. at Hello Miss Lou on all platforms. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. I hope you're enjoying the music so far, the conversations. We have two exciting guests joining us on the show very soon. But also on the playlist, we've got some Ashley Simpson. Which is a favorite song of a good friend of mine, Sam Joe, who's also really good friends with one of our guests, Chow Su N on the show with us. ST Business Correspondent Wong. Whoa, sounds serious only. And she's joined alongside Priska Ang, ST Correspondent as well. Now together, uh, along with Rosalind, right? Uh, y'all have a new series called We Try First. WTF, We Try First at Straits Times online on YouTube. But it's also on a very interesting platform, especially if we have subscribed to uh, Straits Times, Yeah. Yes, so the platform is actually our newly revamped newsletter, business careers and adulting newsletter called ST Hit Start. So you can sign up for this online and it'll go directly to your mailbox every Tuesday. Now I hope you're listening because we are about to give away an everyday foods bundle worth $107. Uh, Priska, can you handle spice? Uh, Yes, quite well. I like to think so. You can mala. Uh, Actually, I don't like mala. (laughs) It's too ma for me. (laughs) Okay, we've got some garlic chilli in there, sambal, house chilli, chilli crisps, as well as organic kaya and hazelnut spread for you. So it's uh, for the health conscious over Lunar New Year. Now, if you would like to win our final everyday foods bundle worth $107, Suen, let's ask them a question. Let's go. So what's the name of the new newsletter? Oh, 
by The Straits Times. Yes, okay. our careers, business, adulting <laughs> newsletter. Uh, WhatsApp your answer right now to 8855-0920. We're going to talk about working from unusual offices, whether or not AI makes our CV better, and the importance of personal branding. Now that's something even our parents are telling us now to do. Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, KISS 92. Now with us on the show, we've got Priska Ang, ST correspondent, and also Chao Su An, ST business correspondent. Together with another friend, Rosalind, uh, they are part of We Try First, a new video series on YouTube at Straits Times Online, but also part of the Straits Times Hit Start newsletter. Okay, how would you explain We Try First? What is this show about? Well, basically testing various concepts related to adulting and personal finance, everything from how to position yourself well at work or how to um, you know, invest in things which are a bit more unique. Yeah, so we just want to answer some the adulting questions that you know our peers or even ourselves might have. Hence we try first lah. Yeah. Okay, but first. for you to try first you have to be adventurous lah. So Suen, are you an, a very adventurous person? I would say I'm decently adventurous, but also this was a good test bit for us. I mean, we're all young people, right? And mm. there's so much about our own lives that we hear about, you know, other people say you should this, do this or do that. And for me, I'm very curious. I'm, I've always thought, you know, are they right or wrong? Mm. And this gives us an opportunity to learn along with our readers and our viewers. So we're learning together, you know. It's not just us telling you what's best. It's us learning what's best and then hopefully sharing that with you as well. So it's like, honest, I'm going to throw myself in the deep end, figure it out on my own. I mean, we learn best from other people's mistakes, right? Correct. Okay, so let's start with the first video, working from unusual office spaces. So define unusual office spaces. Well, so Sue Ann worked from a hair salon for a few hours and Ross was in a cat cafe. And for me, okay, I was a bit grumpy because I got the most boring. <laughs> yeah, people online are like, why did Priska get the short end of the stick? Yeah, what did you get? What did you get? I got, uh, okay, it, was, it wasn't really boring, but I got like a, a plush co-working space. So it's like a bougie co-working space. But it turned out to be really nice because I managed to get a lot of work done, but it wasn't very... Like, you know, it wasn't as fun as playing with cats or like I, I don't, your hair. I don't imagine that's productive at all to be surrounded by cats. I'm terrified of cats. There you go. Oh, you're terrified of yeah, cats? Yeah, because they will randomly come up to you and scratch you. Oh, and I'm then... actually not a huge cat person myself. Really? Yeah, so maybe it turned out uh, for the best. <laughs> okay, so know. what was the conclusion from the whole working in all these unusual office spaces? I think I managed to get the most work done because like a bougie co-working space is a co-working space and it is meant to be productive and it's meant for work. I think for Suen and Ross, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but they did manage to get some work done, but they were also pretty distracted. Yeah, so I think our realisation was that there's different places for different kinds of work. So I got my hair done while working. They set it up like an office, you know, there was a desk and everything. But when a hairdresser comes in and asks you every half an hour, you know, can I do something different to your hair? Uh. It's very hard to do anything that requires a lot of focus. But I mean, it definitely was a great treat. You know, I got a hit massage while answering emails. Can't beat that, right? Maybe I guess for a... admin tasks, it's good, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a way that we can blend the two worlds. You know, maybe SPH will start allowing us to bring cats to, to our office, right? Pet therapy. Yes. All right, now, if you like to watch uh, these, this is just one, one episode, right? How many episodes so far? 
Uh, three. Three. Okay, we're going to go through later on uh, whether or not AI makes my CV better. And also personal branding. Uh, you can sign up for Head Start at The Straits Times. This is the link, okay? str.sg slash headstart dash stmk. Uh, newsletter which comes out every Tuesday where you will then find uh, their videos there as well. We try first. Now you try things first and then we try it later on. Okay and I hear even today y'all were filming with Muna uh, one of our first princesses of YouTube. What was that experience like? What was the video about? So this is one of the other things we're trying which is how do you date in Singapore? What is the economics of dating? Right? What are the financial implications of looking for love? Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? And as somebody who's been single forever, (laughs) it was definitely quite an interesting conversation, right? I mean, you sort of bounce ideas of other people who are also dating in Singapore. And I mean, she provided some very interesting insight together with Dew, who also does a podcast together with Muna. And it was really interesting. I feel like I learned a lot about myself, but also about how to manage money in a relationship. Okay, Priska, I I imagine that during this series, we try first, you know, you're throwing yourself out there, you're trying something a bit different each time with each episode, right? How have you grown? So one of the episodes I did was on alternative investing. So investing in whiskey and investing in collectible cards. Yeah. Pokemon cards. Like Pokemon cards, sports cards. Uh, yeah, actually, they're quite lucrative. I, I never knew like a card could cost like a thousand or a few thousand dollars. So I have a Nintendo 64 cartridge of Super Mario 64. It was just random. I randomly have it unopened because my dad bought me an extra copy when I was a kid, right? Apparently now it's worth like $500,000. <gasps> That's my retirement Why plan. Why haven't you sold it? I lost it. Huh? Huh? Wait, then how can it be your retirement plan? I will ask my mom to find. It's one of those things where my mom kept it, but you don't know which cupboard. And my mom's a hoarder. So, so, so there's that, okay? I want to bring us to uh, one of your episodes, Does AI Really Make My CV Better? It's funny that you brought this up because I actually just downloaded OpenAI for the first time, trying to incorporate it in my life. But it seems like that's one of the big things people use it for, writing your CV, your resume. What is the conclusion? Well, I'm not going to spoil the results of the experiment, but what we did was we brought an a CV that we did ourselves and then one done by AI to a recruiter and asked her to guess which was which and which one she would hire. So I won't tell you who she said was better but let's just say that it was really hard to tell if AI helped. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, if you want to watch these videos, they are on YouTube at Straits Times Online. But better yet, you actually get uh, these videos every Tuesday in the Head Start newsletter. Just make sure you sign up at str.sg slash headstart dash stmk. Okay, let's start with change. Singaporeans, we are afraid of change. You go to the hawker centre, you see everyone queuing up for the same thing for many, many years. Okay, so you're kind of like... Jumping in and saying, okay, we try first. There may be a better way, a different way in how we do things. Okay, why are we so afraid of change? I think there's always comfort to be found in familiarity, right? We want to know that the thing we're going into is not going... Or the waters we're wading into isn't going to be infested with sharks, right? Mm. And I think for a lot of people who fear change, it's always less scary if you see someone who reminds you of you going through it and coming out unscathed in one piece. So that's kind of the position we hope to be in, right? We want to go in, we try it, you watch us get through it, you watch our pain, but you also watch what we learn. And then from there, hopefully, you you know, you pick up some tips that could be useful to you. But otherwise, you see how other people have done it, right? And I think for us as business correspondents at Business Desk, we've got some experience. We kind of know a little bit about how this world might work. So we've got a little bit of, you know, that, that 
a little bit of uh, something in our arsenal. Yes. And so when we go in, we're not going in blind, but then you get to watch us learn from that as well. And hopefully then kind of grow together with our readers and viewers, right? It's We know a little something, but we're not telling you how to do this because we too are in that journey of learning. Mm. And so we're hoping to be able to do that. And that's also actually kind of why we decided to revamp this newsletter. So we wanted to rebrand it to be a lot younger, to sort of appeal to our audiences who, perhaps like us, when we first come into the world of adulting, right, have no idea how to do a lot of things. I, I mean, speaking for myself, I had no idea how to invest. I don't know how to buy a house. I, you know, I barely knew how to check my CPF back then. And then, you know, these are all things that you kind of learn along the way. And we are hoping that the newsletter will also be able to provide curated content, tips, you know, other than the video, other sort of stories that will help people learn these things and be able to enter the adulting world just that little bit less scared. Because it shouldn't be scary. Yes. And I love that it's three brave young Singaporean women from the Straits Times. So they're well read. They know what's going on, the state of the world, the state of Singapore. And they're saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to put myself out there. Uh, Priska, every time you're asked to shoot a video in the morning, are you like nervous? Because it's a great unknown that you're going into, right? Yeah. So for me, like... I didn't have any video training and I still have very little video training. Yeah, so it was quite scary actually to be in front of the camera because like me as a journalist, like as a print like a text journalist, you're always like writing your stories, right? But yeah, here you're actually trying out new things. Um yeah, it's been a lot of, of learning, like not to be afraid of, like yeah, um taking not taking myself too seriously. Yeah. I like that. First, what is hit start? Okay, so Hit Start, right, is our newly revamped business, careers, personal finance and sort of adulting newsletter. Mm-hmm. The one-stop shop for everything you need to know about being a productive, optimised young adult. <laughs> and it lands in your inbox every Tuesday morning. So like, if you're at work and you like, want some productive procrastination, yeah, it's a good way to like, distract yourself. Yes, it counts as reading time. Okay, yes. and there's a video there for you also from We Try First. Okay, so there's a video coming up on personal branding. Now, this is... Is two words that I dread in this industry, personal branding. But it's not just media folks anymore. Now everyone has to learn about personal branding. And it's more than just fashion, isn't it? Right? How would you explain personal branding and why it's so important? I guess to me, personal branding is how you present yourself in a way that helps you get a hit in your career or just life in general. And um, positioning yourself in a way that you want people to perceive you and which represents who you are and, and what you do. So it could be everything from how you dress at work, um, your personal, I guess, fashion style at work and also like how you portray yourself like on networking platforms like LinkedIn or at a networking event, what kind of body language you use in the meeting. Were any of your introverts... Uh, I am a huge introvert. Yeah, so, so this is the thing. I'm also quite a bit of an introvert as well. So th- that's why personal branding scares me. It's the idea that I have to present myself a certain way when I meet people. So when you seem like a total extrovert. Not like, wrong. You'd be, a, a, you'd be acing this, right? Actually, no. I feel like that's the thing about personal branding because you never really know what your blind spots are. Mm. You know, obviously, whatever I wear when I wake up in the morning seems normal to me, but I have no idea how anyone else is going to perceive it. Like, so for example, on this episode, right, we learned that Navy blue is a great colour to wear because when people see that, you seem more professional and serious. I've never thought about that. I actually oh. always wear navy blue. Just like, and the shirt I'm wearing now is navy blue, but it's just because it's like the easiest shirt to wear, which I don't have to iron. Wait, do you have to do that Korean thing? You know where they yes. put the different colours in the front of your face? Colour yes, analysis. she did that. It's yeah. quite cool. Wait, is, is it in Singapore? Yes, there's, there's, they have it in Singapore, so we just have to kind of look for it online, I think. Expensive or not? 
uh, actually same as Korea la, I yeah, think probably about the same oh, but yeah. it's worth it because then you can save on all like the future clothes you buy which might not look nice on you you know Okay, so yeah. did that mean that all of y'all like took a whole bunch of clothes after that and then y'all donated it? Like, No, so Ross did that episode on her own and then we were just chatting about it after. So she showed us her brand new look in the office. She wore a suit and everything yeah. and we were just, we were so surprised. She just looked like a different person. It is the first time I had seen her wear pants to work. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, Ross loves her like dresses. So it's like, wow, it really elevated her whole look. Give it up for Priska Ang and Chao Su and... The floor is yours. Go ahead, promote whatever you want to promote. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, then start lah. <laughs> Subscribe to our new, well, newly revamped uh, Head Start newsletter. So Head Start is a one-stop shop for all your productive adulting needs. So from careers to personal finance to lifestyle, even to how do you carry yourself and dress for work, right? Mm. Um and, you know, aside from our We Try First video series, which is our new eight-episode-long um, series that we're doing on Head Start, Head Start will also include lots of tips and tricks for the week, as well as some of our personal reflections from things we've learned from covering business and personal finance stories for that week. So, you know, aside from the video, you're also able to find lots of other curated content and a little personal note from each of us. Aww. Every week, I like because I think a lot of us know Try Guys. You're like the Try Girls, you're like the Charlie's Angels. Wow, approaching we, the Singaporean nice. Oh, yeah. we, we hope so. Yeah, Charlie's Angels is a nice, very nice, flattering comparison. Thank you. Are y'all doing any like events, like any like in person try trials? I don't know. So we haven't thought about the trials yet, but that's a wonderful idea. Um, but we definitely are looking to do some in person events. So you know, if you keep an eye out. You might just see us somewhere near you one of these days. Can I tried Kuei Chap for the first time recently. Oh, tell us about that. And, and Frog Lake Porridge. Yeah. First time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm also on my own little We Try First journey. Your, your personal journey of discovery. Yes, I am. So I, I tried Pig's Trotters, I think, recently. Oh. Yeah, that was a bit intense. A, mm. friend, a friend made me eat Pig's Trotters once, but then she told me it was chicken. And oh. then I really enjoyed it. But then after that, she revealed to me what it actually was. And, and then I couldn't eat it anymore. Everything tastes like chicken. Take me home. Getting you on your way. Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Shania. Hello. Who brings an early Chinese New Year gift? That's like it's right. Christmas. All. Give me, give me, give me. Here you go. Give We're me. doing what this in real it? time. In real time. Did you bake this? Mom did. I just helped a little bit here and there with the eyes and all that. The I details. I love your mom. Look at it first. Look at okay, it first. Okay, so I haven't looked at it's it. It's a <gasps> dragon. Okay, these are pineapple tarts, but in a dragon. So we made the head literally with the details and all that. With the, what do you call them? Whiskers? I, I mean. I don't know. The, then there's the eye. Then there's the body. And then the tail. How did then, you know? What do you mean? That I'm going for an early reunion dinner tomorrow night. Oh, are you for real? Yes. I'm oh, going yeah, to my I'm family's psychic. home. What can I say? We're having reunion <laughs> dinner early because my younger sister is married. So she's going to her husband's family's for right, reunion okay. dinner. So I we have to have... drawing our... the family tree in my yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so we're having reunion dinner early. My mom will go crazy over this. Oh, I'm happy. Mom will be happy. Mom, if you're listening... You heard this? He's uh, happy. A little bit of context, right? You know, there are some friends that say, oh, I can bake, I can cook. And then you're like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then there's Shonya, who showed up with the most incredible garlic bread I've ever had in my We're life. We're still doing this? <laughs> so good to a point where I was trying to tell her, let me pay, I want to get another one. No, and then she that. refuses to let me pay, which is very annoying, because then I can, I will be very paisay every time no, I ask. No, just hugs. I'm happy with that. Okay. Um, and, and now she brings in these 
home-baked pineapple tarts shaped like a dragon. And you know we used to have, and, and mandarin oranges as well. You know we yep. used to have this competition called Queen of Tarts. Here? Yeah, on Kiss 92. It was like an oh, annual no, thing seriously. where everyone, all the home bakers uh-huh. would make pineapple tarts and then they'll bring it and we'll do like a taste <gasps> test. Do it again. Uh, and then after the pandemic, you know, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah. we can revive that again. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you should compete. <laughs> Hey, you never know, okay? There are too many great bakers out there. But if mom competes, then yeah, for sure. Almost there. You're on your way on Kiss 92. Shawnee, I want to pick your brain real quick, okay? okay? okay. So, Katy Perry, she's given us some of the world's most recognizable mm-hmm. pop anthems. From hits like Firework, but then her later albums, Smile and Witness. While I think deserves another look, unfortunately wasn't very well received. Mm. Now, rumor has it she will be putting out a new project this year. Right. Do you care? And I ask you because, I mean, I care. I'm a millennial. I kind of grew up with Katy Perry. And and she actually had to... She played a huge role in my career, right? Mm-hmm. She was the first big interview that I ever had. Stop right now. Yeah, I flew to Tokyo for the first time in my life. What? I was like coming from broke student, broke NSF. <laughs> my first job in radio and my first person they asked me to interview is Katy Perry in Tokyo. <gasps> and I'd never been to Tokyo. Uh-huh. Through the years, Tokyo became my favorite city in the right? world. So Which you're going to real soon. Yes. And so I'll always love Katy Perry, you know, but then the consensus seems to be from Gen Z that Katy Perry's kind of like faded to the back right now or like she's mm. you know the, the whole witness era with right. her trying to do the flip, the flossing and all that yeah. like oh it's like try hide mm-hmm. do you care about new Katy Perry music? okay I personally care about Katy Perry music like new Katy Perry music I will happily receive because Teenage Dream yes. was a shaping factor of me growing up I mean no I do not relate to the lyrics or anything but it was a great <laughs> song had me and my friends yelling it in the cars well our mom's cars at yeah. that point of time <laughs> like, let's not forget like she's broken some wild records yeah. I think at one point Teenage Dream was like tied with like Michael Jackson's Thriller with right. the yeah. most number of number ones from an album and then for some reason everyone's kind of like forgotten about that yeah, yeah, soda. And but I think Glee, when Glee was a thing, it played a really big yes. part in making Gen Zs recognize Katy Perry songs because they they would do covers of her music all the time. Always with you on your way on Kiss ninety two. You have been on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss ninety two this week. I hope I earned the privilege of your time. And what a great song to end the show and to now pass things along to Shonya. That was Stray Kids with Woo! La 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 La. What do we need to know about stray kids for the people that are like, like shaking their heads and like, who are? What is a stray kid? I think they were just in Singapore. I think for a show. Okay. And they are from JYP. Mm -hmm. I am not the most familiar with stray kids, but they are pretty huge. Okay, so um, they had a reality show of the same name in 2017. Uh, That was how they became Stray, Stray Kids. Kids. Okay. Eight members. Uh-huh. JYP. I, I know Bang Chan is the leader. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. Felix. There's Hyunjin. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know the rest. The most popular member of Stray Kids apparently is Felix, yeah. the lead rapper. Freckles, Freckles. See, you do know more than you give yourself credit for. Mm-hmm. 
and there, here but, but and there. The other one is the one that you're a huge fan of, right? The one that I almost interviewed and then I turned it down. EXO! <laughs> I will forever be upset about this. EXO. EXO, EXO. That's exactly it. Oh, by the way, Baekhyun is coming to Singapore real soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, tickets went on sale today. See, went like crazy. The reason why I asked you about Stray Kids, I was hoping that you know, is because in my mind, if you like one boy band, you like mm-hmm. every boy band. But that's not true, right? Well, I... Sort of true, half true. Like, if you like one boy band, you kind of know about the rest of them. Is it very competitive? Oh, yeah, 100%. The fandoms, that's where it gets competitive. But recently, fandoms have been very, uh, have been very nice to each other. A so lot more conscious, yeah. right? Because they went through the era of, like, cancel culture and, uh, like, all that nonsense. So then yeah. then after they, they learned, like, hey, that's not the right way to do things. And also but the artists... can like this person and somebody else at the same time. Exactly. And the artists want you to be objective. Yeah. And they don't want just blind love. And especially if you're attacking their peers, which often I mean, are they're, they're probably friends. friends too. Yeah, there exactly. you go. So we, we want to build a healthy kind of way to interact with one another with grace at the core mm-hmm. and for us to learn and get better. Hence, on your way. Shania, what's up on the show tonight? We got some Guess the A Idol. Mm-hmm. That's a game where we play an AI cover of a song and you have to guess which famous singer the AI is imitating. Okay. And also a chance for you to win one more $100 dining voucher from Kuntaville. Uh, this is some incredible Sri Lankan food. Mm. I've never had Sri Lankan food, so I definitely want to check it out. Uh, it's in their colonial-style shop house, Kuntaville, yeah. uh, in the Little India District. Say that again. I like that. Kuntaville. Mm, Kuntaville. You've been on your way, but Shonya is next. You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon.